This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. ES Audio. Hi, I'm Rochelle Travers, and welcome to The Leader Weekend. This is a special bonus episode taken from our educational series, Let Girls Learn. You can find out more about the project by clicking on the link in the show notes. I'm Kate Rice and this is The Leader. I'm afraid to say that the tragedy that we predicted then uh, has come to pass. And if anything, uh, it is worse uh, than our predictions. And we're seeing an unfolding disaster in our, our European continent. It's incredibly serious what's happening in Ukraine. Uh, Many of us were forewarning that President Putin already had an agenda. There's a huge refugee crisis. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people are pouring into the city every day, looking for food, looking for shelter, and more than anything, looking for a way to get over one of the borders to a safe European country. As the war in Ukraine reaches the one-year milestone, we're taking a look at the girls caught in the conflict and how their teachers and international organisations are making sure their education continues. This is the sixth episode in our year-long series, Let Girls Learn. We're aiming to shine a light on innovations and solutions that are helping girls to fulfil their right to education and healthy, productive futures across the globe. Once a month, we're hearing powerful stories from around the world, and today we're at UNICEF's supply division in Copenhagen, Denmark. It's home to the largest humanitarian warehouse in the world, spanning over 20,000 square metres. Boxes and boxes of supplies are stacked anywhere you look, ready to be shipped globally. The energy in the room is high. Machines whir around you, and assembly lines are filled with chatter as boxes are packed tight. Today I'm here on the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine to find out more about UNICEF's School in a Box and how this program is helping Ukrainian children continue their education as war rages around them. School in a Box is a portable classroom which carries educational supplies for one teacher and 40 students for as long as three months. It's got pens, pencils, exercise books. There's even a tin of black paint for the teacher to transform the back of the box into a chalkboard. Emma Maspero is the Supply Division's Senior Emergency Manager. Right, so this is our headquarters and our main warehouse where we do all of the set packing of all of the kits that go around the world to children who need them most. So we have warehouses strategically located around the world in Panama and Dubai, but this is our main part of the supply operation um, that we base a lot of the emergency responses out of. So Emma, can you explain to us what School in a Box is? 
So all of our kits at UNICEF that we use for emergency response and in our day-to-day -day work is the product of years and years of development, years and years of community engagement, working with teachers, working with education specialists. And the idea of the School in the Box is that it is essentially exactly that. It allows one teacher to set up a classroom anywhere for 40 children for a period of three months and it contains all of the supplies necessary from exercise books, um, pens, pencils, erasers, posters and we also have a tin of paint in the kit which the teacher can use to paint the lid of the kit to turn it into a chalkboard. So it's a school that can be set up under a tree, outside, in a tent, or in a facility itself. And what support do children in Ukraine need? So we're very concerned, I'm, I'm very worried about education in general and how children are accessing education. In an emergency it becomes even more difficult. Uh, after the COVID pandemic, we already had children who had been out of school physically for a long time. Now with the war in Ukraine, it's really critical for us that children's education on, is not more interrupted than it needs to be. So getting children back to school, getting them back to learning, continuing their education is critical for their futures. It's also really important for their psychosocial well-being. Of children need to be children. They need to be interacting with each other. They need the routine of a regular, normal day. And education helps us give that. In what way would you consider education a priority in crisis? It really is very much, I mean, in UNICEF we deal with all of that. So healthcare is very important to us, nutrition, safe access to water. Um, but where those are life-saving interventions, education is, for me, it's life-changing. That's how we ensure the future. We give children the access to the tools that they need to be able to become productive members of society, um, particularly girls' education. Uh, we, we see the greatest changes in communities from girls' education because they are the heart of the families that come after them. So it's, it's a critical part of an emergency response. It may not necessarily be the very first supplies that we send for the life-saving intervention, but education is never far behind and it's, it's pretty much if it's not on the first plane, it's on the second. And what would you say the biggest challenges have been? There's two big challenges for me. The one is the volume of need is just massive. Uh, we're seeing such a huge demand for supplies and support in Ukraine. The second challenge is that it's not the only emergency that we're responding to. And that's a major challenge for me at the moment. Um, we're responding to cholera outbreaks. We're responding to the drought and the worsening hunger crisis in the Horn of Africa. Sahel crisis is developing and now we're responding to the earthquake in Turkey and Syria. So Ukraine is not, not the only emergency that we're having to, to send resources, supplies and people to help. What would you say are the specific challenges that girls are currently facing in Ukraine? I'd say that the situation is slightly better and definitely very different from many of the other emergencies like Afghanistan. Um, however, we do know that in emergencies, girls are much more likely than boys to drop out of education. They're more likely to drop out, stay home, help take care of younger siblings, and that's what we can't afford to have happen. Uh, we need to keep the girls in school because in many emergencies, once a child drops out, we're almost it's almost impossible to get them back into school. Let's go to the ads now. In part two, we'll hear from a teacher and students at a school in Alexandria in Ukraine. Hi. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Now we head to Alexandria in Ukraine, where teachers and pupils have benefited from UNICEF's school-in-a-box kit. Valentina Vlodomirovna is a teacher at a school in the district. She told us how they've managed since the war began. My name is Valentina Vlodomirovna, and I've been working in this school for 34 years. When the war started, what was going on in the school? The first day of the war, I know it was a Thursday because I had lessons in 5A class. At 8am there were just three children who came and I didn't have the right to let them go home so we just started the lesson, Ukraine literature class. But then the form teacher came over so we called the parents of these children and let them go. The parents came and took them home. Emptiness. That was the first thing that we felt. Emptiness. We had explosions from somewhere, something was flying around, but there was so much rush. The feeling of oppression, it was terrible. Because we had read that the war brought pain and fear, sorrow and loss, it felt like something was being taken away from our souls. It just felt emptiness. Then, if I'm right, the school wasn't working for some time. Right, it it wasn't working. We agreed to announce time off for the children. They were off for two weeks and then we came back to distance learning. We were working via Zoom and classroom and the children started schooling online. What are the main needs of the school to ensure the educational process? Right now we need projectors and whiteboards, computers, tablets and laptops because their lifespan is short and they fail very quickly. There's a big problem to conduct modern classes and use up-to-date technology, so we need the devices to work with it. What equipment do you always miss? For me, I'm now missing a laptop because you can show children materials with the laptop. And in addition, it would be great to have a projector so I can work and I can show things. Unfortunately, we've come back to basics. It's already out of order. It's past its expiration date. How will the UNICEF kit help you? First of all, I'm a Ukrainian language and literature teacher. So for me personally, it isn't that useful, but since I'm working in a math profile class, Using these supplies in the classroom will make the work much easier. 
because we can see that there are different accessories from rulers to chalk. And in addition to that, there's stuff they can use more, like different compasses, rulers, protractors. For the children, it's all a big help during their lessons. Fifteen-year-old Sofia is a pupil in Valentina's class, and she discusses her experience when war broke out in her country. Do you remember your first feeling when the war started? Yes, I remember. It was horrifying. We started packing suitcases and all the documents. I couldn't understand why it had happened and how. I couldn't even realize that the war had started. Did you go to school that day? What was going on with your studies? No, I didn't go. I woke up at six in the morning. First, we started watching the news, and I didn't go to school. And how did you study later? Well, first we have time off. Then we switched to distance learning. It was very difficult, as distance learning is tough overall. You have to communicate through those computers. It's not like you communicate in person. It's more difficult to do via the computer than in person. Were you waiting to come back to school? And why did you want to come back? Well, I wanted to come back because... because it was easier to communicate with teachers and classmates, so I could hear and understand them better than via computer. How do you find this present from UNICEF? Will it be helpful in your studies? Well, it's a great gift from UNICEF. It will be helpful with many things. For example, these board rulers are very, very, how to say, useful. Board rulers will be really helpful for us, especially for our math profile class. Well, I believe it's really useful for us, for our class. And that's it from this special episode of The Leader. You can read more about the story online at standard.co.uk. Let Girls Learn will be back next month. From Copenhagen in Denmark, I'm Kate Rice. Thank you for listening. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.